It's Friday night, which means it's time for another episode of the Friday Night Nicktoons podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Casey. Last time we did our fourth episode of our Avatar The Last Airbender rewatch, The Warriors of Kyoshi. We also put out our weekly Twitter poll asking which Avatar The Last Airbender creature you would ride. 13% of you guys went with the elephant koi, 80% with the flying bison, (laughs) and only 7% of you guys are daring enough to go straight for that unagi. So, uh... Those 7% are wild, but I, I agreed with the flying bison. How could mm. you not? I guess that's true. It's, I think the elephant koi are so cool. I guess I would want to, like, swim with them. Maybe not ride it. But, yeah, how could you not fly on Appa? That's true. This was a pretty poorly constructed question, I think. But still, <laughs> on our end. 7% of you guys with the unagi, though. Like, yeah, that's, that's brave. You guys are, yeah, you guys are nuts. Aang got thrown off the first time he tried it, so... You guys might not live through it, but I'm glad that you guys are feeling it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe we shouldn't have included Appa. Maybe we could have included some other third Avatar creature. Some other but third thing. Some other third thing. <laughs> well, this week, guys, we've got Mr. Meaty. That amazingly weird... It's two seasons, but it's basically one season. Because I did some reading, and the second season is just pure trash, apparently. <laughs> Uh, but season one is the good stuff, and that's what we watch an episode from. We'll get into which episode it is, but be warned, it's a weird one. Yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a weird show to begin with, right? Um, Casey's been holding out, excited to watch this one for a while, so I'm glad that we're, we're giving it its, its due course here. We're, we're getting into it. For years, really, I've been asking, I think. Yeah, he was like, we've got to do Mr. Meaty at some point. Like, that's definitely on the list. And I was like, um, yeah, I guess. Like, sh- sure. It's, you know, it is something. It is definitely something worth talking about. I, I will for certain give it that. Um, also, is it a Nicktoon? We- I saw some Twitter discourse happening on our page about that, which it's a good question. There's nothing particularly animated about it, but it's so ridiculous and unlifelike that I think it might as well count for our purposes. I was gonna say, it's not live action, right? It's right. It's puppets, so I don't know where you put puppets between between all of that, but it's definitely... They're animating like reality. Right, you know? basically, right? Puppets like... are a form of art. It's like if they just drew drawings and moved them around. Yeah, so... I buy it. I buy it. I mean, I mean... <laughs> I think I think it depends how how strict we want to be about it. Either way, it's it's close enough. It's from Nick. It's from our lives, and it it needed to be done. Uh, with all of that, be sure to follow us on Twitter at FNN underscore podcast and Facebook Facebook dot com slash FNN podcast and review us on Apple Podcasts so that others can find the show. And you can also find us on YouTube. Um, if you're doing our Avatar Watch, we will be talking about comments on those uh, Avatar Watch videos coming up in a a little bit now so be sure to join the community guys absolutely thank you guys so much for tuning in now let's get started Alright guys, as we said, we're talking about Mr. Meaty. This episode is called Mooch Master P. It's from Season 1, Episode 3B, and originally aired October 6th, 2006. 
And in this one, Parker is hungry, and he tries to give, he tries to get Josh to give him one bite of his sandwich. Josh gives in, and Parker eats almost the whole thing. Josh calls him a moocher. Parker then goes around the mall and takes one bite of everyone's food. Then he comes back and eats a raw burger, and a tapeworm soon grows in Parker's stomach and eats the food Parker mooches before Parker can. It sure is a weird one. <laughs> yeah, it's... Ugh. Ugh, it's gross, guys. Like, remembering it is making me uncomfortable. The beginning, though, is... Go ahead. I picked this episode because I remember how disturbed I was by it as a young person. And as a less young person, I am still disturbed by it. Um, We do have to talk about their quick little intro, though. (laughs) It's like a ten-second, if that, little blurb. It's just a a little ditty. Yeah, the lyrics are, All God's creatures fresh off the grill, so come on down to Mr. Meaty's, where friends meet to eat meat. And I don't think I've ever heard those words exactly from that intro. I, I don't think I ever actually... Like, it's it's harder to understand than you'd think, because I, I wasn't really clear on it until we looked up the lyrics, and I was like, oh. But it's it's a cute little cute yeah. little blurb. Um, it's I, the, the meat all God's creatures is... Yeah is wild (laughs) yeah kind of a risky air for nickelodeon because this wasn't originally a nickelodeon show it was uh cbc canada whatever that is and then nickelodeon aired it um but yeah it's kind of a risky one it sort of laughs in the face of god in a way (laughs) all god's creatures fresh off the grill it i remember that did fill me with a little bit of like morbid angst when i was a kid (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's just a little like we we took these creatures and we're eating them all right like oh yikes yikes where where friends meet to eat meat (laughs) yes that's the one that's it's hard to even say right yeah stumbled over it a little bit but it's it does set you up well enough you know it's a quick quick little little ditty gets you right into the action quickly as possible but i was like what are we what are we getting ourselves into what is this what is mr meaty who knows what I love about, like, cartoons or shows like this centered around teenagers is they love to give them SoCal accents. Like, that's what they think all teenagers sound like. Like, Valley Girl kind of just, you know, uh, everything is with scoffs. Like, every character scoffs all the time in this show. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just how they are. So all mm-hmm. teenagers are, yeah, right? We just sit around. Well, not we, I guess, anymore. But they just sit around scoffing and and talking in SoCal accents. I know I had a SoCal accent when I was a teen, Casey. Yeah, you, as soon as you turn twenty, you lose it. But yeah, well, Ashley, but we are cool teens. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's one for you, super or your twenty sixteen listeners. <laughs> yeah, way back in the day. Um, but we we pretty much just dive into it. Um, Josh has a, a sandwich that he's made, right? made it himself and spent all this time and parker's like oh that that looks really good can i have a bite and like man i I think we all know somebody like this right we all know a moocher i think (laughs) and it brought me back to that same thing where it's like no it's it's mine and and like i worked i made it and it's almost like um what's the the one with the 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 children's story with the hen that makes the bread you know what i'm talking about (laughs) I can't say I do. Where there's like a hen that's like, nobody wants to help her make the bread, and then she makes the bread, and they all want the bread at the end. It it doesn't really matter, guys. I'm looking it up. The little red hen? Yeah, that sounds right. 
sounds right. Uh, the, the, the moral of the story is that they put in all the work and... Or other people don't put in any work, but they still want the bread. And then, Oh, I remember this now, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, you, you kind of get some of those those vibes of the, like, well, I made this sandwich, you can make your own if you want to, but, like, I'm gonna eat it, but Parker wears him down. I don't know how Parker works on everyone, honestly. He's just he's a, so he's persistent. Eventually, you know? they're just like, fine. <laughs> just to get he, him to shut up. He's like, 75% of the sandwich in one bite, so he, it's <laughs> technically true, technically it was only one bite, but yikes. And there's this great little effect on the show, where it's like a almost like a PowerPoint presentation transition where it's like, pow, and then it's gone. <laughs> like the yes. way they sort of, I guess that is animation in a way. And as we'll see with the tapeworm later, the way they sort of cut Ugh. and it's almost like stop motion, even though it isn't the way they'll jump uh, as things disappear. Yeah, it's, ugh, ugh. but you know, I'm definitely, I'm definitely on the side of the, the annoyance and and Parker's one, I mean, it's rude. But two, I don't know how he eats as much as he does because he goes through the mall and like gets everyone's food, right? And we'll get into some of the specific examples, but <laughs> um, he just eats a ton, like gross gross amounts of food there. And it's all mall food, of course, because they're at the. Scarborough, Scarborough Mall, I think it's called. Yeah, it's the place that they work and lived. I I don't think we see them anywhere other than at no, restaurant, right? None that I can point. remember. They yeah. might go to like a home at one point. I don't remember, but we get a beautiful foray into the side characters on this show, and they are good. Yes. Yes, they are. The security guard, I think, is my fave. <laughs> He's great. The mall cop type yeah. guy and. Uh, he's eating a donut, and Parker, of because of course he is, yeah, and Parker is kind of staring at him, and he tells him to never look down a man's donut hole. Yes. <laughs> Meaning the hole in the donut. Yes. Really, but another risky line. Like, this show, it's kind of edgy. It's safe it enough to air, but it's, it's it very easily could have been an Adult Swim type show. Yeah, and he, uh, Oh, I also love the security guard is talking to the donut, and he's like, Donut, I love you like a brother, and I'm about to eat you like a maniac. <laughs> I was like, what? Uh. Not, not what I do with my brothers personally, but apparently, you know. And I just love, I just love the idea of the cop, of course, being infatuated with donuts. But, you know. Yeah, and he's just so large, and he's got those awesome sunglasses, and his voice is perfect. Yes, and and then Parker's like, he he does some he does some trickery with like I don't remember something about well if you eat that whole donut you're gonna be too full you're not gonna be able to run and catch all the criminals you know all the <laughs> criminals in the mall. And the guy's like, all right, you're you're right, I'll give you a bite, and you know he pulls the same thing that he does. And everyone, everyone just keeps calling him a moocher, which he is. Yeah. And then we get this mall girl who's an amazing recurring character. Her name's like Stephanie or Tiffany or something. And she's always scoffing. Like we talk about how there's a lot of scoffing in the show, but like every other word out of her mouth is just, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> she's <laughs> so absolutely everything. <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't remember what, what was, what did he eat where he 
has the I ate something healthy. I hope I don't get sick line. I don't remember what was it was. It like the lettuce in the burrito or something? That sounds that sounds right. Something like that. Something stupid. And he eats like part of the burrito wrapper and you can Ugh. see it on his chin and it's, it's gross. Really gross. He's yeah. disgusting. And it's he like really mystery is. meat, right? So you think that's gonna be at least I thought that was gonna be the tapeworm. But nope. Uh, but it isn't. Yeah, he goes in. He's he's even stupider than this. Like he's gotten away with all of it so far, and he goes into the freezer and eats a raw burger. Yeah, it's like it's like sitting out or something. I don't know, but it's gross. Like, it's just disgusting. Because he's like, "Oh, I just ate that burger you put out there, Josh," and he's like, "Dude, that was raw." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, oh well," and I'm like. Just the idea, like, even minus a tapeworm, the idea of, like, eating raw beef is disgusting, right? Like, that is not meant to be done ever in your life. Pro tip, guys, don't don't go around uh, eating raw meat. But he does. And we we don't know that he's got a tapeworm quite immediately. Um, But every time he goes to eat something from now on, it suddenly disappears. And that's where we get that effect Casey was talking about. Yeah, with that cheesy sort of horror movie sound effect. And then the food disappears. And it's hard to... It's definitely got to be frustrating for Parker. Also, let's be clear, this is not how tapeworms work. Uh, (laughs) Obviously. I mean, there's a lot of things about this tapeworm that are not how tapeworms work, thankfully. Honestly, uh, they're already gross enough as is. Yeah, they're horrible enough. Yeah, but um, this tapeworm... what it ends up taking is he keeps trying to eat, trying to eat, it disappears. He goes and shows Josh, and Josh is freaking out now, too. So they're both the only two workers on the clock, but they just completely leave the front counter to film, or they, they ignore the customers to film uh, to film this event that's happening and then slow down the footage. Yeah, and they slow it down enough that they see, and this tapeworm is literally like, lengthwise taller than Parker is and like in circumference like way too large to be comfortable right it's just disgusting but it it comes out of his mouth and steals the food like in an instant which also gross right like just all of all of it is gross It reminds me of one of those, uh, like, straight-to-DVD Scooby-Doo movies. I can't... It might have been Zombie Island. Uh, no, it was a ghost one, because they slow down the footage, and in the background, there's... It's like Daphne is saying something. We used to quote it in my house all the time. And they... Because they kept replaying the same footage, and then there's a ghost in the background. It's exactly like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's... Well... You know, at least the, the, they, they find it. They know what's going on now. And honestly, Parker's, like, not grossed out enough, I feel like. Like, he's kind of gross, but, you know. Uh, but we find out, thanks to Josh, that there is, quote, a scientific way to get rid of tapeworms. Uh, which, you know, bringing back the, the classical skeptical scientist here. Yeah, another Casey, callback. Uh, wow. <laughs> Both teenage robot related too. <laughs> I I don't think this is science. I'm just gonna go ahead and say if you have a tapeworm, probably don't try this one out. But they basically it's just horrific. They just bring out like food, right, and like a trap of some sort. And they so, put it on a fishing hook. Yeah, and like it's, it's gross. Like they just that's the whole thing. And he like 
fishes it out of his mouth. It's disgusting. It's and it's just a disgusting. long reel, too. It's like, I didn't think it was actually going to work. But the tapeworm goes for the bait, sinks in the hook, and then it's just Parker, mouth wide open, jaw unhinged, and Josh frantically reeling out this tapeworm with horrible teeth. It has like a row of teeth on the outside almost. It's an awesome puppet. All the puppetry in this show is great because you really do feel them as like living human characters and not as puppets. Yeah, we definitely should should give them props right away for that too. The the props are fun too. The mm-hmm. the set is well done. Um so you're not thinking about that it's a puppet show. No. It I feels mean there's like a couple of moments characters. Anytime where you notice it's puppets, I feel like it's because it's intentional, if that right. makes sense. Exactly. Um, but it is really well done. And, and I do think it's just kind of cool to have a a puppet show that's a little bit more, not quite adult, but a little more adult than your average puppet show, right? You know what we need is a crossover with Josh and that surfer fish from SpongeBob. He's always like, you oh, the- talking... The one you know? that dies from high yeah, tide. Yeah, yeah, and the, it's high tide, dude. That one. Yes, I'd love. <laughs> I could to watch see... the two of them banter back and forth. Oh, it would be wild. Because the rocket power accents aren't really quite there. There, you know. No, they're not. They're not that strong by any mm-hmm. means. It's more in the lingo than the, the accent, I think, for them. Right, right. The SoCal vibes. It'll be there a little bit, like the dudes and all that. <laughs> yeah, but it's not, it's not like, constant. Right. I feel like it'd almost be irritating if it was, but, you know. Mm-hmm. So then we get this bu- this closing scene that's really amazing and horrible. The zookeeper comes up, and he's in, like, Australian explorer gear. Like, from nowhere can we acknowledge that too just from nowhere he's just there all of a sudden why is he in a mall yeah and he's like oh is that he sees the tapeworm and he is inquiring about it and he's got this thick australian accent and he he wants he's gonna pay them 20 bucks for it and they're teenagers working in a mall so they're like oh 20 bucks yeah they sell it to him and he uh, opens his mouth, and it's like, come here, girl. And uh, he ingests the thing, and he says, that's the stuff, after he does it. And then he says, she tickles going down there. Oh, my oh. God. Like, oh, my God. I wasn't ready. I thought he, like, at first I thought he was buying it. He's going to, like, keep it as a pet or something, which is still weird, but fine. Nope. He just eats it. I I can't. I can't even think about this, guys. Like, nightmares. (laughs) I'm going to have nightmares about this tapeworm. And then noises and everything. Like, with the... And it was surprising, because with the tapeworm, we know it has to come out somehow. And like, okay, fishing hook. It's gross, but it works. This guy, you're not thinking, or at least I wasn't, he's going to eat this thing. (laughs) See, I feel like the ingestion was both because... Like, it wasn't as gross to watch... But it was grosser, like, as a concept that a person would, like, willingly go through that for some reason. Yeah. Just really, like, didn't sit well with me, like, psychologically. Kind of reminds me of, and, and, uh, no, I don't want to spoil it. But I'll just say it reminds me of a moment in the short before Incredibles 2. Oh, that's so true. Yeah, but that's a much Different, more tender but, and nice. Yes, yes. But I'm just saying, it, it, a little bit of a... There, there's just a shock factor that, that happens where I was like, what? Anyways, oh, you've seen it now. Um, I think I referenced it a few weeks ago and you hadn't seen it. Yeah, I just saw it probably like two weeks ago, one week ago, last weekend. I don't even know. Yeah. I can't keep track of weeks anymore. It's cute, right? Not too long ago. 
It was. I liked yeah. it a lot. It was a lot more. Uh, it, it was a lot easier to watch than this Mr. Meter. Mr. Yeah, Mr. Meaty Mr. episode. Meter. Can't can't even talk. Yeah. But it, you know. It it's about what I remember it being. It's gross. It's weird. It's puppets, and um, you know, it's it's an interesting piece of media we've got here. There is truly no other Nicktoon like it. Similar to Kablam, where it's like this is just a category of its own. Yeah, it's, oof. it's you know I'm okay not revisiting it anytime particularly soon. We will again. I, promise I, me that we will before episode two hundred we'll do Mr. Media again. I'm okay with that. Okay. It can be one ninety nine. I'll put it in the calendar. <laughs> I certainly don't want to revisit it every week. Uh, well, thankfully, even if we did, we it would be a pretty short run, right? That's true. We're looking at what like. How many episodes are there total? 20? Yeah, like 20 like total that. episodes? So we could just add it to the end of our docket, right? Because we're doing all of Avatar first, then Rugrats every four weeks, <laughs> then All Grown Up every two weeks or something, and then... Yeah, and then and then once Mr. we're, you know... Yeah, when we're in, like, retirement yeah. homes and stuff and still recording. And we'll have to do the new Rugrats, too, of course, in there. Because that'll be out yes. by the time we get there. Yes. Yeah, we'll we'll have goodness, goodness. <sighs> Jokes aside, um, you know, it's it's not quite in the same level of disturbing, uncomfortable as Ren and Stimpy made me. Cause Ren and Stimpy like was hard to watch in in a different way somehow, and I can't quite put my finger on it. But definitely not easy to watch. Um, I think part of it too is that these episodes are pretty short, right? It was like ten minutes or something. Very um, short, yeah. So you you get through the struggle pretty easily, and I, I don't think all of them have the gross out factor either, if I'm remembering correctly. No, but it's definitely the main catalyst of the humor. It's just gross yes. things, and it makes yes. fun of teenagers a lot, which is fun. Thank goodness there weren't smartphones yet then, or Mr. Meaty would have been all over that. Oh, they definitely would have. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting, whatever it is, <laughs> it's an interesting show. Uh, you know, those Canadians, they come up with some interesting stuff here. Um, and overall, Casey, I feel like you you like it just as much as you thought you would, yeah? Absolutely. Yeah, it holds up. At the end, I wrote, he still wants a bite at the end. Was that Parker? That after all no, that, he just wants a bite again? Yeah, yeah, that's Parker. <laughs> and I think he even says something like, well, I made 20 bucks, yeah, so not right. too bad. Yeah, it's like, like the opposite of the Red Hen story we were talking about. The moral <laughs> is you can get away with mooching and, be, and come out with 20 bucks. <laughs> Which, you just have to go through the tapeworm yeah. thing that apparently not big... Like, personally, if I ate something and it gave me a that-sized tapeworm, I, I don't even know if I'd eat anything ever again. And I would certainly like, want honestly, more than $20 to say I came out even. <laughs> yeah, and, and I would not I would not take another bite of a burger for, like, the rest of my life. Honestly, like, even thinking about this, which isn't even real, makes, like, if, if this came up while I was eating a burger, I think I would struggle to finish it absolutely anyway so uh yeah that's about it on this one it's just a weird disturbing quirky show that's very genuinely funny it it, i want to say it has a lot of heart but it really doesn't it's a completely soulless show (laughs) yeah it's it is what it is you know it's it's something it's interesting and 
yeah, we'll we'll get back to it eventually, guys. But uh, it'll be when Casey remembers and makes it so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you won't be uh, like when we get to episode 190. You won't be like, hey, remember what you said about Mr. Meaty? <laughs> no, but I bet that you will, Casey. I bet that you will remember. So I remember weird things. That's true. All that said, I, I think we've we've talked this to death pretty much. Uh, good to move on to the conclusion? I am. All right, guys, our Twitter poll for this week. When it comes to mooching, are you a Parker or a Josh? A reminder that Parker was the moochie and Josh was the moocher. Or I guess everyone was the moochie, really. <laughs> Wait, no, isn't Parker the moocher? Yes. Oh, man. Yeah, I reversed that. My bad. Yes. Parker Parker is the one who mooches. Josh is the one who gets mooched off of, I suppose. Indeed. Weird wording. But anyways, yes. It, we've definitely... You encounter these types of people in your life, right? Can't be the only one here. Interested to see how many of you guys are just willingly able to admit that you're, you're moochers. We all do it from time to time, but... Are you quite at Parker's level? I... I'm interested to hear. <laughs> Next week, we will be talking about the fifth episode in Avatar The Last Airbender, continuing our watch through. Um, so looking forward to, to getting back with that. I feel like every time I say that, but every time I'm like, I just want to keep watching this show. Um, I almost feel like we've, we've got to increase the frequency of it to keep my to keep myself sane, but we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah, I could. Uh, the shot, no, the show's kind of losing me lately. Just, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Nothing of it makes me want to watch the next episode. So, no, I agree. We might have to start doing two out of threes, you know? That's kind of what I was thinking, too. Two out of three might be good. But, yeah, because people seem to like the Avatar ones more anyway. Everyone's seen it or is watching it. What's funny is a bunch of people started watching it when we announced that we were doing this, and they're already done. <laughs> yes. And we we just would not be able to record that much no. guys uh in a world where we had infinite time i would gladly just binge it all right. in like one week and as no. told by ginger is such a like not bingeable show as much as i like it you don't want to sit and watch two seasons of it it's like a once no. a week a light like let's check in with these characters but avatar is a totally different story so i love it that yeah. people just marathon through the whole thing i think either way hopefully you guys will still join back into our discussions and you know, it'll still be fresh in your mind, which is what really counts. So. Absolutely. All right. Well, we got a Twitter. We've got a Facebook. We've got YouTube. And give us a review on Apple Podcasts. we got a few more lately. Uh, so that's exciting. So uh, all that does is increase the visibility of the podcast and we can get more Nicktoon lovers like you in on the fun. And with all that being said, thanks so much for tuning in and we'll see you next week.